Our second scripture reading comes to us from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put it out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they'd done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partnership in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. This ends the reading of God's holy word. May God add many blessings to the hearing of it. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Amen. Over Christmas, Heather and I got caught up in Black Friday. I'm a huge fan of Amazon. I check it usually to see what their daily deals are. And during the Christmas season, they went nuts with their daily deals. Something different every day. And one day they had a box set of cinematic treasures that I had been dying to see for $10. All seven movies all lifted up as, as wonders of modern cinema. And I'd never seen any of them. Heather had never seen anything of them. So we bought them. And over the Christmas season, as we had time, we watched them all. And these cinematic treasures were amazing. If you haven't seen the Fast and the Furious movies, <laughs> they're, they're basically cinematic uh, um, cotton candy. They're, there's no substance to them, but they are fun. And it starts off with an undercover police officer gone to infiltrate a race gang and kind of builds from there. And every movie almost starts the same. The, the two main characters are approached by either a, a shady drug lord or a secret spy agency or someone who has a mission for them, and they have to put the team together. And I feel like that's kind of what Jesus is doing today. He's, he's putting the team together, not a team of racers, not a team that's going to pull some crazy heist by dropping tanks out of airplanes with parachutes or anything like that. But he needs his support crew. He needs the people to work together with him. And so he goes to the lake at Gennesaret, and he's preaching and teaching, and he sees two boats and decides to go out so that the crowd could see him better. And these boats belong to Simon, to John, to James, who had been out fishing all night. They knew as fishermen that night was the time when it was best to catch the fish. 
but not been a good night for them. They'd come up empty-handed. It had been a poor haul. When Jesus was done preaching and teaching, He said, go out into the deep waters and let down your nets. And Peter said, well, even though we've been fishing all night, and even though we've catched anything, if you say so, Lord, we will. When I read Scripture, I often like to read what people say with different inflections. You know, was Peter, Simon excited? Was Simon Peter disappointed? With Hannah being in daycare, she has been coming home with all sorts of fun and interesting phrases. She'll pop up with something that we're like, where did that come from? I'm trying to remember what it was she was singing at the checkout line at Target yesterday. It was a... Uh, we will rock you. She just started singing that. And I was like, where did that come from? And one of the sayings she's come up with lately is, if you say so. <laughs> Hannah, get in your chair. If you say so. <laughs> Hannah, do you want to play trains? If you say so. I mean, she says it so many different ways. And I wonder how Simon said it. I think it was more exasperated. Like, yes, Jesus, you can talk the word of God, but... I'm a fisherman. I know fishing. I've been out there all night, haven't caught anything. But if you say so. So he puts out in deeper water and he casts his nets. And soon they're overflowing and he could barely pull them up to the boat. And he needs so much help, he calls to another boat and they come. And both boats are overflowing. And they row them back to the sea or to the shore. And then leave them. Leave the boats, leave the fish. They leave it all to follow Jesus, who says, I will now make you a catcher of people. I think this story is fascinating in how it applies to us and our Christian journey. I think we need to put ourselves in the place of Peter, of the fishermen, of the common everyday person, because that's what we are. And if you'll notice, the first thing Jesus says to them is go out into the deep water. Go out where it's not safe. Where it's dangerous. Where you might be uncomfortable. When my dad was young, when he was in high school, he was really into water skiing. And then he dropped it for about 30 years. And then when I was in high school, he met a friend who was a big water skier who invited the family to go water skiing and camping with them. And I remember one weekend we were on Percy Priest Lake. And we were in Paul's ski boat and we're just riding around for the entire afternoon and it was a great time. And then as it does in Tennessee, a storm came up out of nowhere. And we were miles away from our campsite. We were miles away from the deck. And we were tossed to and fro. And we couldn't be close to the shore because we would have been pushed up and scraped the bottom of the boat. Or, uh, and it was terrifying. Because I knew that if we were in deep water, if we capsized, I couldn't swim to the shore. I couldn't touch the bottom. And I'm a strong swimmer. I had a life vest on, but that would only last so long in these waves and this wind and the thunder and lightning. I was terrified. Deep water is dangerous. It's unsafe. But that's exactly where Jesus calls us somewhere. 
Jesus calls us out of our comfort zone. Jesus doesn't call us to be nice and warm and safe and huddled together. Jesus calls us to be out in the world beyond where we're comfortable, beyond where it's safe. If we look to the Old Testament, the prophets were constantly threatened by foreign prophets, by other people, by people they'd upset. Eleven of the twelve disciples were killed at the hands of people who they'd upset, uh, either Roman conquerors or other people. They were put to death. Jesus doesn't call us to nice, safe livelihoods. Jesus calls us to stretch ourselves to test ourselves, to step outside of the nice little box that we've built for us. Jesus calls us to go out into the deep waters where we're not sure, where we're not nice and safe. But when we do that, when we go into the deep waters for Christ, we're rewarded. Jesus tells the disciples to put down the nets and they catch so many fish that they cannot pull it into one boat. They have to call another boat in. Such an abundance of fish that they couldn't even imagine. I'm willing to bet it's a haul like they'd never had before. Their nets were beginning to break. They took everyone on the boat to strain to pull these nets up. They had to get other people to come and help. And then both boats were sinking as they rolled to shore. They were blessed with abundance. And when we follow Christ, we are blessed with abundance. It might not be a material abundance. It probably isn't an abundance of fish. But we are blessed with abundance. An abundance of peace. An abundance of love. An abundance of knowing that we belong to the Creator of the heavens and earth. An abundance of being forgiven. An abundance of serenity. We are given an abundance when we follow Christ. Otherwise, why would we follow Christ? We follow Christ because Christ has given us an abundance. Because Christ has shown us a love like we have never been shown, like we have never experienced. Because Christ grants us peace and comfort like we can't find anywhere else. And because of that, we are willing to follow Christ into those deep waters. Now, if you'll note, the sermon is called The Burden of Abundance. And you might think in a burden of abundance of love, a burden of abundance of peace. Yeah, sign me up for that. Do you want to give me too much money and calorie-free fast food for the rest of my life too? That sounds wonderful. But if you think about the fishermen in those boats, once they had all those fish in the boat, they still had to roll to shore. They were still in the deep waters. And the boats were beginning to sink. You have to picture those men straining against the water as they rowed, the boat infinitely heavier than anything they had rowed before. Their muscles straining, exhaustion setting in. Their work was so much more harder 
because Jesus had blessed them with the abundance of fish. I like to think of this as the prosper, or not the prosperity, but the, the gospel according to, to Spider-Man. Because if you read the comics or if you're familiar with the movies, Spider-Man is always told to whom much is given, much is expected. And Jesus actually says the same thing in Luke chapter 12. He says, to whom much is given, much is expected. And if we've been blessed with an abundance, then abundance is expected from us. We are expected to work harder because of that abundance. We're selected, are expected to love more, to give extravagantly, to forgive abundantly. Because we've been given so much love, we are called to give so much love. Because we have this abundance upon us, we are called to work so much harder, to follow the gospel so much more, to be God's people in all that we do. If we weren't followers of Christ, if we didn't have this abundance, we could go through life happy and carefree. But because we've been blessed with this abundance, we are called to use it and share it and to love as we have been loved. To forgive as we have been forgiven. To give as we have been given too. To bless as we have been blessed. And following Christ, we are given an abundance but we're called to live out of that abundance. To give of that abundance, to give of all that we've been blessed with. So yes, we are wonderfully blessed, but we still have to row that boat to shore and it's harder because we have those blessings with us. We have to work harder, we have to work smarter, we have to work together. If the disciples had decided to just row those fish by themselves, they would have sunk. They would have drowned, but they called to the other boat. And together, the two boats were able to take the abundance back to the shore. And because they were leaving, that abundance was shared with all who gathered there. They just left the boats, left the fish, and tell me the crowd that wasn't gathered there didn't run over helping themselves to the fish. Friends, we're all called to follow Christ. That's why we're here this morning. That's why we gather each week to worship God. Is because in Christ we witness God and see God's love and God's truth and God's grace. But in following Christ, we are led into the dangerous, deep, unsure water. We're led out of our comfort zone, led to places where we may not feel safe. Because we choose to follow Christ, we are blessed abundantly. We are given an abundance of peace, an abundance of love, an abundance of grace, an abundance of forgiveness, grace and love like we will not find anywhere else. But that abundance comes with an expectation that we love as God loves us, that we forgive out of the abundance of our forgiveness that we have the same grace as God, 
that we forgive our enemies, that we turn the other cheek, that we love and give abundantly, that we reach out to the poor and disenfranchised. When Simon got back to the shore, he was given a new name. From that point, Christ called him Simon Peter and later dubbed him just Peter. He decided to follow Christ. He went into the deep waters. He was given the abundance and he came back to shore. And he was a different person for it. As we follow Christ, we are abundantly blessed. And in the abundance, we are transformed. As we share out of that abundance, we are shaped into the person that God calls us to be. And Simon Peter then left the boats and the nets and everything to follow Christ. And that's what we're called to do. We're called to follow Christ. We may not leave our boats and our nets behind, but we are transformed. We do become new people. And in doing so, we further God's kingdom here on earth. Amen.